Welcome to Action Chapel International. We are one church in many locations worldwide. We are so excited that you took the time to join us today to feed on God's word and to enrich your spirit. We know that your life will never be the same. Now please join us for this powerful message. Thank you for allowing me to come into your home on this Palm Sunday morning to share with you the uncompromising and the unadulterated word of God. I believe that the entrance of his word giveth light and understanding to the simple. David said the other day, that word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I pray that today's teaching and word will give you clarity and will bring illumination and will convict you of sin, of judgment, and of righteousness, and that likes as never before. You'll be prepared and ready for the coming of the Lord. Come with me to a service already in motion. I have been waiting and seeking the Lord to have an understanding of the times we live in. Going past this epidemic, this deadly virus, I believe that to everything there is an end and this virus will come and pass. It'll go away. But I'm looking beyond this present condition and especially the hereafter. And prophetically, I strongly believe that there are circumstances, challenges, and situations before nations that we are not ready for. That even leaders of nations, scientists of our world, the economic gurus of our world are not ready and prepared for things that are to come. Downloading from the mind of God, I strongly believe that these are the days for us to prepare ourselves to get ready because I believe that the end of the world is not yet at hand. The world is not yet over, but I believe that we might be closer to the rapture than we think. The rapture could be any time, just like what has happened right now. The world was not prepared for this. We've never been here before in the history of humanity. This was unexpected, unforeseen. Even the prophets, they prophesied in part. They saw in part. Nobody had a full and a clear understanding of what's going on right now. And I strongly believe that God allowed this as a wake-up call to wake you and I up and to get us prepared already for the coming of his son Jesus. This is to tell you and I that we're not going to be here forever and that we don't belong here. We are in transit and we have to start thinking eternal thinking than earthly thinking. These are not the days of being hurt, offended. These are not the days of being angry with anybody. These are the times and the days to overlook a lot of things. These are the days to forgive. These are the days to walk in love. These are the days to show compassion. These are the days to show mercy. These are the days of walking and living in purity. Purity of heart, of motive, and purity of mind. Purity of the flesh. Purity in the spirit. We need to prepare. Because as much as is not yet the end of the world, I believe by the Spirit that the events that will confront this world 
even after this crisis, the world is not ready to handle it. And if you look at Matthew, the 24th chapter, having studied in hiding and looking at Matthew 24 carefully and other scriptures, and I've been looking at the judgment of God and the fact that it's appointed unto man wants to die and after that comes judgment. And also the fact that every human being, you and I, born again and non-believers will all face the judgment of God. And I think that there is the deception that we all have that because God is merciful, he's gracious, he's the God of love, that we are not going to be judged. It's not true. There are three things Jesus said the Holy Spirit will deal with when he comes. He said he will convict us of sin and of judgment and of righteousness. Three things. And those things are eternal. He will convict us of sin, judgment, and of righteousness. What is sin? The Bible said that every unrighteousness is sin. So sin is anything that is crooked. It's like when you are holding a rod that is crooked, it's crooked. All unrighteousness is sin. And if it's straight, it's righteousness. If it's straight, it's straight. What is right is right. What is wrong is wrong. And I'm beginning to have this strong impression in my spirit that this situation is a wake-up call. And the Lord is speaking to you and I as never before to start preparing ourselves for eternity, to start understanding that this place, earth, is not our final stop. This is not our final destination. We have a place to go. Being born again is to save us from the judgment and from the calamity and crisis that will hit this world. It's one of the reasons why we are being, we are, we are saved and we are born again, that God is rescuing us from the dangers and the challenges that will come upon this earth. That is one of the reasons we're being born again. So every believer, this is the time to encourage friends and loved ones and everyone you care about to turn to Christ. Every father, every mother must take this opportunity to lead your household to Christ. This is the time that every child of God must be pure, must be sanctified. This is the time to strive for holiness for righteousness, for purity of heart, of motive. This is not the time to make money. This is the time to give. This is the time to show compassion. This is the time to care for others. This is the time to be a child of God like never before. This is the time to let go of the things in your heart. This is not the time to bear grudges. This is not the time to be hurt and the time to be offended and the time to hold on forgiveness. Those things can deny you. If Jesus appears today in the cloud of glory, you won't make it with those things. A lot of people think that, oh, me, I don't, I don't fornicate. I don't commit adultery. I don't do this. I don't do that. So I'm good. No, 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 no. Those unforgiveness and anger and bitterness and pride and being critical of others and pointing finger and blaming everybody, all those things, they are not of God. I'm telling you. Those are the works of the flesh. We'll be looking at the works of the flesh. And none of those things will allow us to make it if Jesus comes today. In the book of 1 Thessalonians 5, 2 and 3, the Bible said, For you yourself know perfectly that the day of the Lord, the day of the Lord, shall come as a thief in the night. 
For he said, when they say peace and safety, then cometh sudden destruction like a woman in travail. When they say peace and when they say safety, then the apostle said, then cometh, then cometh, then cometh. He said, it will be like a woman in travail, sudden destruction like a woman in travail. And he said, nobody will escape. No one will escape. You see, what is coming, we can't hide in our homes. We won't escape by hiding in our homes. We can only escape if we are in the ark. And the ark represents Christ. So as never before, this is the time for people to get saved. Because it will be too late. It will be too late if you don't get into the ark now. And Jesus predicted all these things that are happening. This is a pestilence. It's a plague. And he talks about the great tribulation. And the great tribulation has to do with troubles greater than what we are in right now. We will be facing challenges. The world, the world will be facing crisis and tribulation like the world has never known it before since the creation of the world and humanity. And the only thing that can save humanity is entering into the ark, being in the ark, which is Christ. And so I want to challenge you, get into the ark. Be saved, be born again. And for those of you born again, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, stay born again. For he that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. So it's good to be saved. It's good to be born again. But you got to remain saved. You got to remain sanctified. And there's a whole lot of deception out there to keep you and I away from truth, to keep us from walking in sanctification, in purity, there's a lot of deception out there that if you are not careful, you will leave like Jesus is not coming back again. But I guarantee you, all the prophecies are falling into place. The master is coming back again. There's an interesting scripture here. He said, except those days be shortened, there shall no flesh be saved. But the Bible said, but for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Matthew 24 and 22. He said, except those days be shortened, except the days be shortened, no flesh shall be saved. But Jesus said, for the sake of the elect, the days will be shortened. And that, 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 that is heavy to me. He said, there's an appointed time to end all things. But because of the great tribulation, because of the sufferings and the state of hopelessness, perplexity, powerlessness that will hit this world, and will come upon nations and leaders of nations. He said that the days for the sake of the elect will be shortened. That's where the rapture comes in. That I'll have to pull the church out. I'll have to pull my children out. I'll have to get them out. Because I will not subject them to the great tribulation, to the calamity, and to the sufferings that will come upon the earth. And church, I want you to hear me carefully. You have to be among the elect. That is the only way. When this crisis came, nations sent aircrafts to other nations to bring their people home, to evacuate their citizens. And I'm telling you, heaven will send an aircraft to come for the elect. I'm telling you, heaven will send an aircraft. The Lord knows them that are his. Nevertheless, let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. There is a day coming when the Father will send an aircraft with Captain Jesus, 
and with his angels, and they will break the skies open, and they will land in the sky, in the sky, and every believer across the nations of the earth will be gone, will go home, and that day is coming. And I want you to be among the elect. He said, for the elect's sake, the days will be shortened because the sufferings and the tribulations that will come upon the nations of the earth, the world has never seen it before, known it before. No political power or government of this world has an answer to it and will know what to do. I'm telling you. And God said, I will spare the elect. I will spare my church. I will get them out before that happens. Just as nations are sending aircraft to nations to evacuate their citizens, all the citizens of heaven will be evacuated before the great tribulation hits the earth. And it's only citizens that will go. You can't go to the airport when Americans send aircraft to evacuate American citizens. If you don't have an American citizenship and a passport, you can't be on that aircraft. Now, your wife or your husband can be a citizen of America or Britain or any country. If you are not a citizen and your husband or your wife is a citizen, they will go. They will be evacuated. You will not be evacuated. They can't take you. You'll be remain. You'll be left behind. So every husband, make sure that your wife is a citizen of the kingdom. Every wife, make sure that your husband is a citizen of the kingdom. Every father, every mother, every brother, sister, make sure that all your loved ones register citizens because the rapture is an aircraft that is coming and nobody knows the day and the time he said it shall be like a thief in the night and when that moment and that day comes it's only citizens of the kingdom that will be raptured or evacuated and those citizens their name is the elect and he said for the sake of the elect i will shorten the days to get the elect out because the sufferings and the tribulations that will hit this earth has never happened and been before since the earth began. I want to take you to some few scriptures that will bless you. If you look at Hebrews, the Bible says, So Christ once offered himself, he said, to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look to him, unto them that look for his second coming, shall he appear unto them the second time without sin unto salvation. Christ bear the sins of many, and unto them that look forward to his coming will he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. Hebrews 9, 28. Unto them, unto them that looks forward to his coming will he appear. So he's not going to appear to anybody. And to everybody, he's going to appear to those that are looking forward to his coming the second time. Are you looking forward to his coming? If you are not ready, you won't look forward to his coming. And my assignment is to remind you and myself, all of us are in this together, that we have to be reminded that he will appear to those who are looking forward to his coming the second time without sin, without anything crooked in our lives, Unto salvation. Are you looking forward to his coming? You can't look forward to his coming if you are not prepared. And the trick of the adversary and the deception out there is for you and I to believe that we have time. Oh, we have time. Everything is under control. God is a good God. We have time. Everything is fine. God is in control. Everything is cool. We're going to be fine. Yes, we're going to be fine. But I'm telling you, we can't change Bible prophecy. 
We cannot change Bible prophecy. This world is already judged. This world is already judged. And the outcome of the, this world, the outcome of this world has already been determined by Jesus. This world and this earth, the outcome of it is already determined. And there are events and things that the Bible has predicted that is going to happen. It's going to come to pass. No amount of prayer and intercession is going to change it. It's going to come to pass. That says the Lord. It's going to happen. And, and that's why God said, for the sake of the elect, he will shorten the days to get the elect out. Don't forget what I said. You got to be a citizen of the kingdom of heaven to be evacuated before the great tribulation hits the earth. And in order for you and I to be evacuated, we need to be among the elect. To be among the elect, we need to be born again. We need to be redeemed by the blood of Jesus. And we need to stay sanctified, stay pure. These are the days of being humble. These are the days of renowning arrogance, pride, self, all the works of the flesh. Go to Galatians 5. Look at the works of the flesh. Renounce all those things. Renounce them. These are not days to be blaming people, fighting people, attacking people. These are not days to fight. If you have any fight, fight the devil and fight your flesh. And stop fighting others. Because we must be prepared. We have to be prepared. And he will come to those who look forward to his coming the second time. If you are not looking forward, he's not coming for you. You know, I never thought that I will pray this prayer, Maranatha. I used to hear when I got born again years ago, Maranatha. Even so, Lord Jesus, come now. I never thought that a day will come that I'll pray that prayer. But as I look at the events of the world and the way things are going and all these cheap that they are going to put in human bodies, there will be all kinds of new things and laws and legislations that will come up concerning nations that you can't go into certain countries that they will come without having those chips in your body. And there'll be all kinds of situations we can't see even right now and nobody's talking about it. That will happen. And when that moment comes, you will appreciate and understand what I'm saying right now that this is not the time to make money and this is not the time to be right, but this is the time to be ready. This is the time to be sanctified. This is the time to be pure. This is the time to forgive. This is the time to walk in love. This is the time to care about others. This is the time to get into the ark. The Bible says in First John, he said, Beloved, now are we the sons of God and it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we'll be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Is that not exciting? For we know that we shall be like him, and we shall see him when he appears. We will see him when he appears, and we will be like him. Is that not exciting? Looking forward to see Jesus. And the Bible said in verse 3, Whosoever have this hope in him, expectation, hope is expectation, whosoever is expecting, to see him the second time purifies himself even as he's pure. You know something? Nothing matters anymore. I've been in deep meditation and I've just come to the conclusion that you know something? Nothing matters anymore. The way people are falling and dying in Italy, people are throwing money away on the streets. Money packed on the street. Nobody's touching it because money has limitation. Money 
has an expiry date. And there come a time when your Rolex watches don't matter, your nice cars, your Gucci bags and shoes don't matter. There come a time when you can have private jets packs and you can't fly anywhere and no nation will allow you to even fly into their country. And if you get in, they have to quarantine you. Hey, all of this must tell you something that what matters the most is your salvation. For what shall it profit a man to gain this world and lose his soul? There is nothing you can gain in exchange of your soul. It really does not matter. I encourage you, don't sell your soul. Don't sell your soul. Don't trade your soul for anything and for eternity with Christ. What shall it profit a man? To gain accolades, recognition, yeah, relevance, influence, access, wealth, money, treasures, and don't have salvation and, and, and cannot be evacuated when that aircraft comes to evacuate the citizens of the kingdom. Not citizens of a church, oh, not citizens of denominations, but citizens of the kingdom. The redeem of the Lord, those that are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb and are sanctified and stay sanctified and are preparing themselves, living right and pure and looking forward to his coming. Maranatha, even so, Lord Jesus, come now. Are you prepared? And if you are not, let's prepare. Let's get working. It is never too late to get it right. We have time now. Let's get it right. Let us not wait till it is too late. And one thing I want to end with is Matthew 25. If you take your time to study Matthew 25, it's a very interesting scripture here. And I think that is where the church is. We had 10 virgins, 10 virgins. Five were wise. The other five were foolish. But all 10 went to meet the bridegroom. And all 10 slumbered and slept. And when the bridegroom came, there was a shout and all ten awoke, but five had oil. Five had prepared for the bridegroom. The other five were not prepared. They didn't prepare for the bridegroom. They had no oil and they didn't make it. And I, I'm convinced that the issue of the coming of the Lord and even the end of this world, I believe that the church will be divided. There will be, a, there will be two opinions about the coming of the Lord, 50-50. I believe that there will be a school of thought that will say, oh, we have time. We have enough time. The Lord is not coming right now. So we can live anyhow. We can do anything. We can bear grudges. We can live a crooked life. Uh, we can lie. We can cheat. We can steal. And, and we, can, we can continue in the works of the flesh and do whatever we please. Yeah, uh, we can do anything we want to. We have time. And I believe there's another group of people where I want to belong that would be wise to say, you know something? We might not have time. So let us prepare ourselves. Let's live like we don't have tomorrow. Let's do the right thing. Let us not live a crooked life. Let's have purity. Let's live in purity. Let's be pure. Pure at heart. Let's have a pure motive. Let's be pure in our flesh, in our body, in our spirit. Let's be upright with God and man. Let's prepare ourselves so that at any time when the rapture comes, when our aircraft comes to take the citizens of the kingdom, we'll be ready. If you look at most foreign embassies, they are all positioned in a particular geographical location in every city or country. They are asked to stay close to the airport for the purposes of evacuation. So that if they have to be evacuated, they don't stay too far away from the airport to make it easy that as soon as it's time to evacuate them, between some few minutes, they should be at the airport to get everybody out. And remember what I said, 
A husband and a wife will be lying on bed. A wife will go and a husband may remain. A husband may go and a wife may remain. A son and a daughter may go and a parent may remain. I'm telling you, if it's time for evacuation, it doesn't matter the citizen you are married to. If you are not a citizen of that country and you don't hold that passport, they will not allow you to be evacuated and to leave the country no matter what's going on. And you can have thousand children with that man or that woman. They will go if they have passports and they are citizens, they will leave. They'll be evacuated. You will have to stay and find another way to go. This is what will happen when the rapture takes place. So many will leave. Loved ones will be separated, just like what is happening right now. A lot of people have loved ones who can't come to this country. There are loved ones who can't come to your country. You also can't go to join your loved ones. We are separated until the embargo is lifted. And we must learn from this that there is coming a day, like Jesus said, it will be like in the days of Noah and in the days of Lot. And that is very scary. He said business was as usual. He said they were buying, they were selling, they were building houses and buying houses. They were marrying and giving to marriage until the day Noah entered into the ark and the Lord shut the door of the ark and it began to rain it was too late for anybody to enter in. Then he made another reference. He said, and also like in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, when Lot and his family left the city and then fire came upon, fire and brimstone came upon the land. But before then, he said business was as usual. They were selling, they were buying, they were giving into marriage, they were marrying, they were building houses. Everything was okay. Yeah, business as usual. Until the day Lot and his family left Sodom and Gomorrah and judgment hit the land. He said, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of God. It's a bill the same. And you see, business is as usual. Pretty soon, business will return to normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People will buy and sell. Even right now, people are taking advantage of this crisis to make money of the sufferings of people. This, this is not a time to make money. This is not a time to go around demanding money from people who owe you. These are the days to cancel debt. These are the days to show mercy. These are the days to show compassion because there is coming a day you have all the money you have <laughs> and it can't save you. You have money in the bank, you can't use it. Some of you have secret money in your houses, you can't use it. You have dresses, you can't wear. Yeah, it tells you something that a day cometh when all these material things means nothing. And like the wise man said, all is vanity. I want you to pray with me right now. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I acknowledge Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Please cleanse me with the blood of Jesus. Wash me, forgive me, and pardon me of my sins, my transgression, my iniquity, and let my name be written in the book of life against that glorious day. I don't want to go to hell. I want to spend my eternity with Jesus and with you, Heavenly Father. I don't want to go to hell. Save me, Lord, and I shall be saved. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, if you did that, make sure you get yourself into a Bible-believing church. Go online, you'll see many, many churches and preachers out there. It's their job to preach to you God's Word. And if you are a born-again believer, I'm praying for you. For the grace and for the enablement to be able to strive for purity, righteousness, holiness, sanctification. And walking in love, walking in forgiveness, walking in sanctification like never before. Stop being arrogant. Stop being proud. Stop 
deriving your confidence from material things, from numbers, from building. You see, numbers don't matter anymore. Buildings don't matter anymore. Houses don't matter anymore. You know something? Cars don't matter anymore. What matters the most now is our relationship with God and our relationship with neighbors, family, friends. Let's live for him. Remember, there are two schools of thought. The wise virgins, the five wise virgins, and the five foolish virgins who said, oh, we have time. We don't need extra oil. We are okay. We are cool. Everything is under control. We're going to be fine. God is a good God. It's true. And there's another school of thought who will say, we don't have time. We got to get ready. We have to prepare. The rapture could be any time because Jesus said, for the sake of the elect, the times will be cut short. And the Bible said, the day of the Lord shall be like a thief in the night. And when they say peace, peace and safety, everything is fine, cool, all right. We got it under control. Jesus said, then sudden destruction like a woman in travail. I pray for you and your country. Pray for your loved ones. Pray for your family. That there will be no loss of any life and anyone, including your soul, to hell. That on that day, when the trumpet sound, when Yeshua HaMashiach steps out of eternity into the clouds of time with a shout of the archangel and the sound of the trump of God, that wherever you are and I am, that we all will be privileged to be among the citizens of the kingdom, the elect, that will be evacuated before that great tribulation. I bless you and I pray for you. I pray for your family, your loved ones, and all them that concerns you, that the Lord will give you clarity, a sense of divine direction, dismissing all your fears, doubts, unbelief, deception, that seducing spirits will not bewitch you, and that you will be among those who will be prepared for that great day of that evacuation of the citizens of the kingdom. Be healed. Escape the snares of the fowler. We override ill wills. We override the projections and the imaginations of the wicked. We override devices and mischiefs to hurt you and them that concerns you. Let all such wickedness boomerang and let the carriers of evil and wickedness be grounded and stop in their tracks. And for those of you who are waiting for opportunity to show somebody, to use power or to use influence or to use access or to use material things or money to set this course with people. Stop it. Because a day is coming. A day is coming. When your power and your influence, your material wealth and assets will mean nothing and God, the creator, will also settle with you. Until then, let's work in humility. Let's be forgiven. Let's care about one another. Let's stop saying, I will show you. I will show him. I will show her where power lies. You have no power. Once we have heard, twice we've been told that power belongs to God. I bless you and let your borders be blessed with peace. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for the peace of Israel. We pray for the peace of America, the nations of our world, Africa, Europe, Asia, Latin America, South America, Central America, North America. We pray for the peace of the Middle East. We pray for the peace of the nations of Africa. They shall prosper that love thee. I bless you. May the blessing of God and the peace of God remain within your walls. And I speak to the elements. Peace be still. Let peace be still. Let nothing trouble the waters of your dwelling and of your family. In the name of Jesus. Peace be still. By the power of Jesus' name, peace.
be still. Have peace within your walls. In Jesus' name, let every adversary within your walls be uprooted and overridden. Let the powers of the enemy be revoked in the name of Jesus. And let the enemy be stripped and denied of his trusted weapon, which he has had over you and your nation and our churches over the year. In the name of Jesus Christ, until I come your way again, feed your faith. Starve your fears. Believe in Jesus. Get in the ark. And if you are in the ark, stay in the ark and get others into the ark. This is the time to share your faith and your love with others. I love you. We know that you were blessed by that message and we look forward to sharing God's word with you once again. For more information on this and many other Action Chapel International products and messages, you may visit our Dominion Bookshop located on the premises of Action Chapel, Spintex Road. Or you may call our offices on 030-701-1851. Or you may also visit us online at www.actionchapel.net. Once again, thank you for joining us today. And may your life continue to be changed in God's presence.